Okay, welcome everybody to 303. Um, thank you everybody for watching the podcast last week. We've got some fantastic new to topics to talk about um, this week. In actual fact, we've got way too many topics to talk about and that's all thanks to everybody here messages, messaging me and the other people uh, within the community saying, hey, please, 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 uh, can you do a topic on this? Can you talk about this? Can you talk about that? So... Um, that's fantastic because that's what we want to do. We just want to bring up all these issues. And um, I was talking to Stooge earlier. And um, hey, doing Stooge? Good, thanks. Good, good. good. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to Stooge earlier just about um, some people throwing topics at us. We're like, hey, why? Why isn't anybody talking about this? So this is fantastic. We've got a lot. So keep them all coming, everybody. So we've got Stooge here, as I just said. Uh, we've got um, we've got Knock. How you doing, Knock? I'm having a fantastic day. Thank you. Fantastic. Loz, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm awesome. Storbs. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Not bad. And Egan. Hey, how you going? I'm doing good, doing good. We've All got right. the whole football team here. Got the whole, we, got, play we, football. we have got a football team here. We're, we're, doing, we're doing the big the big numbers today. That's all right. There's lots to talk about. I'm going to start it with the comedy one. I'm going to take this one because this one's a personal one to me, which has really got me angry about some things. Um, and, and it's got a little bit of a story to it, so I'll tell you a bit of the story of it as well. But it's basically about comedians right now, okay? Because at the moment, they've kind of got this um, free get-out-of-jail-free card when it comes to them making a comment about anything they like. They, they can kind of make a joke about anybody, and it's okay because they're a comedian. And, and it's, it's just got to a point where... Today we've we've had the issues with um, Chris Rock, has um, you know Chris Rock regarding the slap from Will Smith, and you know that started. I mean, however you think that started, or whatever the comment he made regarding um, alopecia and and you know making fun of his wife, um, and then his comment that he then he went up on stage and did the slap, and then Chris Rock says, you know, I'm not going to talk about it because. You know, it's done, it's done. And then he releases his Netflix show to, um, today or yesterday for a massive review where the whole show is, well, not the whole show, a major portion of the show is him just giving Will Smith an absolute smackdown. And it's and, and the topics he smacks him down about is things about mental health and all that too. You know, he he actually has a go at him in a number of different ways. And um, and it's, it's okay. It's okay to do that because he's a comedian. And... And I go back to what something which happened um, a couple of years ago with um, some friends of mine who went and saw Jimmy Carr. And, and, you know, I love Jimmy. I went and saw Jimmy Carr in Newcastle. And they were sitting on the front row. And they actually, actually the guy's wife, she got hit pretty hard by Jimmy. Jimmy threw some really bad stuff at her that then affected her when she went to the bar afterwards. Then affected her by going to the car park. And then also affected her on social media because people recorded it and had been playing it back and linking her. And but it's okay. He can say that because he's a comedian. And the thing which annoys me is if her boss said that, he would have been sacked. If an employee had said that with around her, um, they would have been sacked. Okay. So instantly, these if you say anywhere else, you you get sacked. And the the thing which got me annoyed with it was this thing is almost identical to the Jeremy Clarkson thing, where he said something about. Megan Markle in terms of relating it to a, a TV show um, and he got in shit he got hit big time with you can't say that and he had to apologise he got sacked from one of his shows because he's not a comedian they said he can't hide behind that because he's not a comedian 
right? So somebody else can say that. Well, no, not officially. See, see, he's he's not a stand-up comedian, and that's what I mean by a comedian. Like I'm a comedian, right? But that's not my job, right? I'm funny. I think I am. But it's the it's it's the difference between I suppose what the stand-ups are. Like the Eddie Murphy is a stand-up comedian, you know the the Kevin Hart's and the Chris Rocks. They're stand-up. That's what their their job is to go out. The Jimmy Carr's. Their job is to go out on stage and give people a hard time, whereas. Jeremy Clarkson is a entertainer more so than a comedian. Yes, he's funny, uh, but he's also an entertainer, and he, he does that. It's not about comedy. Then that's why the entertainers have been hit, and that's why he got hit with it because it wasn't funny. Their argument is this, and this is their argument: that is, you can't take that away from us because if you do, we've got nothing else to do. Is is well, that I mean, is that a good kind, enough defense? Or kind what? of, but not really. Like, there's still so much you can joke about. While I think I think I think things like that, it's it's like easy pickings, easy jokes, and it's funny. Um, yeah, obviously some people don't think it's funny, uh, but yeah, I think jokes like that are are, are easier. Yeah. They're just easy picking, and it makes it easy for them to have a a funny show or a funny stand up or whatever. And is it okay then? I I think it's a. See, everyone has their own line where it's too far or not too far. It's kind of a grey area, and it obviously changed person to person. So I, yeah, it's it's hard to say this is the line because so many other people would have a hundred percent different opinion on it. I, yep, like I can I can back you up there with that one. It's it's a very moral grey line. Um, like talking on the perspective of you going to a, a comedy event, I think. You need to know your comedian. Like, okay, you're going to see Jimmy Carr. You know exactly what you're going to walk into. He's going to heckle the audience. And the audience usually will heckle him back. Um, but you've got that expectation. Like, you're probably going to cop some flat. Other side of things is, you know, you're looking back at comedians like, for example, Bernie Mac. Mm-hmm. Bernie Mac, you take it out on himself yeah. first. And... I don't know. Do you mind me dropping an F-bomb here for a second? Yeah. No, I don't mind. That's fine. So, like, one of his first ever stand-ups was when he said, like, you motherfuckers don't scare me because he was in a hard club where they just heckled and heckled. And that was his stick to start with. And then he would bring his family into it and, you know, the laughs about that and then little things of the audience. But he would also know his spot. Like, he, he knew when to stop on an audience member because he's like, I can't take that that far, but I'll take it that far on my family because it's, it's a part of comedy. So, I, yet again, grey area. Okay. Let, let me be you've more... got to know your comedian and they've got to know their audience. As let well, let well. me be more specific then. Attacking somebody for a mental illness or a, a, or a disability. I mean that that's a big no. That, that, that's idiot. where I'm going at. I'm not going at. Oh my god, you look like you're a, you're an idiot, and you look like you've got a small dick or something. I'm talking about somebody which obviously has something, which is just something you do not make fun of, and you would be sacked from it in your workplace if you said it. But they can do whatever they like about it. So I'll jump in here. So in that in instance, what if they they make like a like a, a generalized joke? So it's not directing at a person. No, I'm talking but about it's, they're just they're just covering mm. the board, just making it have a little fun joke about their possible uh, issue. 
Mm. Egan? Yeah, look, it's it's. I think it's hard because at the end of the day, these comedians wouldn't have an audience if people didn't enjoy what they were doing. Mm. So like Jimmy Carr, like that lady that got roasted, you could almost bet money she's probably shared or liked a video of him doing the exact same thing to someone else. But yeah, it's just in that's this instance, you know, obviously I don't know. That's but why she went. No, no, you're probably right. You're probably, they love him. They loved him up um, until that night. That's it. And if they're making jokes about, you know, mental health and these big issues, and it's sort of up to the society, I guess. If, if enough people, are, you know, there's the cancer culture, which is a whole different beast in itself. Mm. But I think the people, the audience are the ones that would take offense to it. They're the ones responsible to sort of give some backlash to these comedians taking it a bit too far. Mm. Was? It's hard to say because, yeah, like you said, it's a very gray area. Like, I feel like if you, you know, have a relationship or you have a close family, yeah, you may be able to joke about those depending how they take it, but you can't just say that to someone that, like, out in the real world, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to offend anyone listening, but, you know, I feel like it's hard and you don't want to offend anyone, but... Yeah, you can have, you can make the jokes to people that you are close with and they'll know they won't take the joke too seriously, but you also can't say anything to anyone, really. Like, it's like telling someone your thoughts about something. They could disagree or agree with it. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. Storbs? Honestly, I have no problem with, like, pretty much any joke. As long, like, there's, like, a, obviously a line, but if they, someone wants to make fun about something like that go ahead like if you get especially if you're going to a comedian if you go to a comedian you should expect to get heckled i think i've not been to a comedy show yeah it'd probably be embarrassing at the time have you watched my stream is. in terms of uh mental illnesses and stuff i don't know it's i, I don't know the specific thing that you were mentioning um like what this kind of was about. Like obviously there's the uh Chris Rock thing. Mm. Um I don't remember the exact joke and I haven't watched the comedy special, but I didn't think he was overly out of line at the time. Um it was just a joke, in my opinion. Like I, I don't know. It if as as long as it's said in like a joking manner and you can sort of see where the joke was, it, like I, I don't know. It I think that I suppose, Most jokes are fine. I suppose that's another aspect is some jokes, some people don't understand, which makes it even harder to try and, like, it, it changes people's ideas of it too. Like, they might, that the joke might go over the head and they get really offensive about it. So it's, yeah, it's also, I suppose, people's understanding of the joke and maybe mm. the, men, the mental health issue or the disease or whatever. So it's, there's another aspect in that scenario as well. Can I jump in yeah. here? The, uh, the thing that I think a lot of people get angry about, like let's say like I'm obviously partially blind and then someone makes a joke about that. I have no problem. But then there'll be 70 people on the internet that come and try and defend me. Mm, okay. Saying you can't make sound of a blind person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yep. a, a lot of the time the big fuss isn't kicked up by the person who's the joke's made about it's by other people who are trying to, I don't know, like be a white knight when it's not their fight. If someone yeah. had a problem with it, they'd 
put a finger up and say, hey, I, I don't like that. Can you not? Like, not everyone's going to say that, but you know where I'm coming from. Yeah, There's yeah. There's a lot I of do. people that take someone else's fight. I guess, I guess from my perspective as, a, as an educator, right, this is the way I see it, and that is kids will see those jokes online or on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok especially, right? And then they'll reproduce it. And then they're sitting up there in an office about to get suspended for four days and they don't know why. Because a million people liked it on Facebook. They just don't realise the audience is there and, and they, they've lost the understanding. And little kids are, are doing the same thing in primary schools. You know, they're, they're saying things like speaking in, you know, um, mocking Arab people with Arab voices, right? Or or you know Indian people with Indian voices, etc., because they're watching comedians do it, and that's all funny and that's okay. But then when they do it, all of a sudden, they're the bad person. Now the parents are bad people, and and that it's okay. I, if if I hear Jimmy Carr making a, a joke about somebody, um, yeah, you know, because the, you know for some for some reason, I'm I'm the sort of person which will have a get a bit of a giggle about it, but then I won't go use that again. I won't put that back in my I won't put that joke in my vocabulary but, but I'm also 48 years old and I've got a lot of experience in the world whereas a lot of younger people that's I mean they they they, re, they reproduce social media all the time with without knowing probably without understanding exactly what like they might have a brief understanding but they might yeah. not know the the extent of um, re- reproducing Whatever joke that may be, yeah. Or even saying just simple phrases, which aren't even a joke, they, they they'd probably do that as well. Yeah, there was a guy the other day. Um, I don't know anything about him, so I can't I can't do much about. It. But what I did find interesting about it was he he has he has a joke about slapping down his wife. His wife's his manager. Oh, right. So I mean, that's a great example of context, right? But the joke the joke isn't funny still, right? Because if the joke goes somewhere else. It might be okay with it. She wrote the joke for him and she manages him and he's a comedian, gets up on stage and he says his joke. But it's not funny, is it? Really? Uh, it's, you know, guess, it's, it's, that's something like that's even more of a grey area. Yeah, I know. Like it, it's, and then it, it says, as Storm says, like, imagine the people that were going to go, oh, I'm going to report you for saying that. That's disgusting. And then so people... They, they they see it as the joke in the setting and the, the you know, mm. they might be doing a stand up and that and it's you know, it's very much well a a stand up comedy, so it's mm. to make people laugh. It's a that's the scenario, that's this the setting. But people yeah. So so yes or no guys, let's finish on this because I I I'll go first in my answer so you know where I am. And the question is, should comedians get a free pass um with insulting and offending people? But I'm just, I'm going to be opposite to all of you. I think I'm going to go, no, they shouldn't get a free pass. But what do you think? Should they get a free pass? Let's go. Let's go. In a no. binary sense, probably no. But there's definitely got to be a line somewhere. But I, I, I would, I would prefer yes. But the right answer is probably no. I, I think in, in, a lot of the jokes and a lot of the people are doing it kind of correct, I guess you could say, is in they're not making it overly like overly bad. So I'm going to say yes, but yeah, as Thorpe says, there kind of needs to be some sort of line where, you know, 
if it's directly directed at a person that they're unknowingly getting made fun of or insulted for, then that's definitely no. But I, I think yes. Um, yeah. I, I don't think they should have a free pass. Oh, sorry, no. I think they should have a free pass. I'll backtrack that. I just think that, first of all, how would you sort of... Like, is this going to be another situation with, like, a sticky fingers in the blues fest? Are we, are we going to start pulling comedians? Like, I know that's a whole different topic, but how would you enforce something like this yeah, where you start preventing performers because of personal opinions on, on jokes? I think it gets a bit too hard. I think, in reality, common sense should prevail. If someone's being, you know, quite uh, out there and offensive, then people shouldn't be buying their tickets. If it turns into a hate fest, then, then you know... The law may come into the play, but I don't think morally we should be preventing people for yeah. such reason. For sure, yeah, I would say no, only because I don't think it's I don't think it's right. Where like, well, I get it; they're a comedian, they have a job. We also have jobs as well, but mm. I just feel like it's not right of the way they, well, they think they can treat people. The way they speak to people should be the same as. They speak to everyone, if that makes sense. It probably doesn't make sense, but That's right. it's I just nice. feel like it's, yeah, it's not right for them to treat someone. That's why I'm not a big fan of comedians at all. I just feel like they take it way out of proportion. Me neither. Um, yeah, like they can, you know, some jokes I get it are hilar- funny or hilarious, but then then I feel like there's just a point where that is enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that's my thoughts. Noki, finish up. I think it's it's such a morally gray area for me. I think uh, it does definitely need to be case by case. Um, context needs to be known. I don't believe that a um, if a comedian throws out a hateful or racist or um, like purely hurtful joke towards us, like especially like to say a minority of any sort, yeah, they should not be um, given a free pass on that. But context needs to be known, and it can't be blown out of proportion as well. Okay. So, I'll 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 say undecided, based on the you know what the context is. Yeah, I get it. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's just a personal thing for me. I just my 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 thing about it is is I just don't understand if that's all they've got, then they're not very funny. If the only way they can make people laugh is by insulting other people and putting people down. If that's the only way they can make people laugh, then they're not very funny. That that's just my own personal thing. If that's all they've got, you know, I mean, the that's the easiest thing that is to do that, right? So, if that's their only weapon they've got, then then um, yeah, that's it. But that that I agree. That's a good point. If that's yeah. all they've got, then they're 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 a shit comedian. Yeah, really. yeah, they're shit. See, right. I love dark humor. So, oh, I love it. But it, there's there is a, there's still a line like there's. Yeah. yeah, I suppose. All right, guys, thank you very much. Moving on. This is a different issue. I've changed my opinion on this one, so I'm going to let you guys just wrap this one out because I've got a pretty strong opinion about it now, but it's I've changed my opinion on, due to um, opening a, a business, a smaller business to what I'm used to in a shop. But the question I want to look at is, is everybody seems to think about we want to buy local, right, support local, et cetera. But we buy big. So we speak about buying local, but we actually 
buy big and 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 we go to the shopping centers we don't go to the farmers markets we go to the the big stores we don't go to little stores and you know we, we go to online rather than our local supplier so we do and, and and even you know to, to service a car we go to the 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 my car and all those those big ultra tunes and all those places and um we do all that rather than the guy down the road which has been doing it for 35 40 years and doing his garage up etc you know what i mean um, um personally i go to him yeah, so. I mean, and I probably and I probably didn't, and and you know, I've I've had some discussions in my family about it. I'll give you an example: is my pool. Um, you know, I could save four hundred dollars by buying it from a online pool company. I could I could save four hundred dollars on my um creepy not creepy quality, but my automatic pool cleaner. You know, four hundred dollars they ship it over. It just comes in, plug it in, it goes. And I could save four hundred dollars. Or I know the guy down the road has been doing it for a very long time, and and he's a good guy, and there's I, I get now owning a business, I get his prices now. You know, before I walked in there, I would have said, oh, look, mate, it's $400 cheaper. Can you match it, et cetera? But I understand it now, I suppose, because you've got to be in that position to understand why he's got his price first, why they've got theirs. Um, so I'm slowly making a change where I can. And, um, you know, if, if I'm driving around and I, I see someone doing fruit and veggies on the side of the road, we'll actually pull over and we'll buy stuff. Um, but we won't go and purposely do it. And I suppose it doesn't exist easily for a lot of things either. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Are, are we, is, is the buy local almost a thing, which I suppose that's the question is, is the buy local a thing which we can actually do or do we just like talking about it, but we don't actually do it and we're all just hypocrites anyway. What do you think guys hit it? I think that it's very hard at the moment to actually do that there's a lot of like places where that's just not an option or you might have a super stretched budget so it's just not realistic for you to be able to survive by buying local you have to save every penny um but yeah i could personally i don't buy very much um it's just what i want i don't have <laughs> i don't have to go grocery shopping or anything lucky me but um yeah, when I when I can, I like obviously come to your store if I can, if it's not something I need immediately or if it's not extremely different in price. But um, yeah, I, I I like would like to buy local, but I I can't say that I prioritize that all the time. Okay, good answer. Yeah, okay. I think to to add in onto that, I think we all like the ideology of um yeah buying local. I think that 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 gives us comfort. Like, oh, we're helping out someone that's got a small business or helping out a small farmer. And I think that's great. I, I do do it myself. Like, I try to go to the farmer's markets. I try to buy local as much as I can. But living in the world that we're currently living in where, you know, inflation's going up, yeah. it's very hard mm. to actually, um, you know, accommodate to that. Interest rates went up uh, again today. Yeah. And uh, like that's gonna be another strain on me because that's mm. you know extra money on my home loan. Mm. But from the other side of things, when I worked at Woolworths and you know I was ordering in stock and you know watching my money flow in the store itself, um, I know that though not everything is perfect. We do import a lot from overseas. I know that some bigger stores are trying to buy as you know, within Australia, and we could classify that as local. Yeah. 
um, as much as possible, but it's still just not realistic for what everyone wants nowadays. I think it's, I love buying local, but I think it's becoming uh, a fever dream that's not going to last forever. Yeah. Mm. Uh, in the long run, in every I think, industry. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to be there for specific um, mm. things like, like your mechanics. I think your, your mechanics are always still going to exist. But on the flip side, your butchers, um, <laughs> unless you're a boutique butcher, mm. I think it's like 70% of butchers go out of business nowadays yep. because they can't compete with prices of your, no. your Costco's, your, your Aldi's. Yep. Well, well, even the Woolies and the Coles can't be, beat the, the Costco's, you know what I mean? They're so, yeah. The, the, or even the, the Aldi. Yeah, the bigger business came in over the top and said, you know, you're not the big fish here anymore. Yeah. So I, I think, I, I yet again, I love buying local. I love being able to go to the farmer's markets. But I, I, I'm worried it's becoming a fever dream of now that we're really heading into the, 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 the 2020s, moving through the 2030s. I don't know if it's going to last forever. Yeah. Egan? Yeah, look, I think technology and the booming increase of that has definitely helped sort of cut out the middleman, which is where this price, not always, but there is a price jump in in small business for doing that. I think personally, I don't really shop small unless I think I'm getting value for my money in terms of why I'm paying more for the same product, whether I'm getting advice or assistance. But in most cases, if I know what I want, I will find the best price I can. Um, I think it's sort of a fortunate position to, to be able to say, oh, you know, I will spend more to help someone else out. I think at that point it's nearly charitable as opposed to benefiting yourself. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like how far does it go, right? So like think of Amazon, they're owning, I think they're in bloody nearly every industry available. Some that people don't even know exist, they're in and they just walk in with their, billion trillions of dollars um and and become the biggest top dog in the matter of a week yeah um where does that stop but you know what are the repercussions of that in say 20 30 years when they own everything yeah. um but at the same time who stops that is is it a government um because obviously for the consumer it's too easy it's too good to have one ecosystem while they play fair but you know i think i think you'll know as well it's really hard to enter a market with such competition you know, without being at a loss, how do you even compete with big when you are the small business? It's it's, yeah. it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. And an example in that would be, you know, I got an offer today that, you know, I can get almost $250 off um, a, a monitor, a gaming monitor, but I've got to order a hundred of them. Right. I, I can't do a hundred monitors. I can't Have buy. Have you even sold a hundred so, monitors? No, no, not since we've opened. No, no, no. And so, so that's just not something I can do. But I watched the stock levels go down really quick. So the big guys were doing it. And, and, and so they got $250 off per monitor. So now when, when I want to buy that monitor, I'm actually buying it for like $170 or $160 or something more than what they're selling it for, you know. Um, but potentially if they sell it, potentially. I don't know what they're selling it for, but, you know, it's – and that's called bulk buying, right? And that's that's what you do when you get bigger and better and you, you buy bulk, right? You, you get the discount. So it makes sense, but it's just, um, I don't know, becomes crappy, I suppose. Loz? Yeah, it, it's, you can see, I can see both sides. Like it's also hard for small businesses, but also, you know, those other big businesses that are getting all these customers compared to these smaller businesses. Like, yeah, 
we can say, oh, you know, we support a small business, but you got to small, you got to support multiple small businesses to then say, yeah, I support small businesses. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, and also like those big businesses yeah. employ people, right? Because you're you're worked in that industry uh, as has yeah. knock and all that. Oh, probably most of you have worked in that where Coles, Woolies, mm-hmm. etc. They, they might be big businesses, but they're still employing you, right? Mm. Who is a local? Yeah. yeah, that's right. But um, like I will, I try. Well, normally on a weekend, we normally go to like a small coffee shop, try and yeah. support. We at least go there every yeah. weekend, Maybe, try and support them. Yeah, my wife and I do that. Um, we'll go to a local. We will not do a Gloria Jeans or Muffin Break. We won't do any of those. But here's the stupid thing about it, right? And this is honestly the dumb thing about it is those are also franchises owned by small people too, aren't they? You know? Yeah, it's not like the the businesses necessarily. Like no. Muffin Break obviously gets some of that, but it's more yeah. that they've just got the Muffin Break name. It's usually a mum and dad on something like that, some little family business. And so if I look, but, but I do that. I'll look over, I'll look between the two and see, oh, look, there's Muffin Break. Oh, there's, there's Donnie's Cafe. Let's go to Donnie's Cafe, you know, because that's obviously a, a mum and dad business and they're trying to do their best and we'll give them their dollars. In actual fact, the Muffin Break people are exactly the same people, exactly the same. The only difference is they give some money to the Muffin Break as well. Um, but you know, it's, I don't know. It's hard because you don't know. So they could have a sign up front, like, you know, with your business, but you could also be linked to all these other businesses as well. Like you just don't know because it has just their brand name. It doesn't have yeah. all their franchises as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's hard because, you know, we could go and shop at a small coffee shop, but you know, like you said, they could have all these franchises as well, you know? But yeah. also at the end of the day, you also got to put yourself in a small business's shoes of trying to support them. And it might cost a little bit more, but also that a little bit more might support him, support them. Yeah. Um, that's the way I try and look at it. I try. Like, I try. Yeah. Like a lot of people go, oh, you know, you save $20 here. But like that's a big company. Like why don't you give $20 to these guys over here that are just, got one shop and you've never heard of them before. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then that's all about trusting that small business to your expectations of what you normally get. Okay. That's, so, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to throw a little curveball in here. Oh, dear. So you might, so let's say you might go to your local coffee shop or your local cafe, your local restaurant, and you go, oh, I'm going to support these local people. But are those people, are they buying from <laughs> your Costco? Are they buying from your Aldi? And that's the Aldi? end of our conversation. You're right. Is this too deep? Are, are your local <laughs> people supporting local or is your local people supporting the big guys? No, it's, it's a great point because cause the, the, the muffin break person could be supporting the local guy down the road and local farmers and local produce and local stuff. Where where Jerry's Cafe, I can't remember the name of his cafe, I used before. But let's pretend his name is Jerry. Donnie. It was Donnie. Donnie. Yeah. Donnie. No, Donnie went broke. Jerry, uh, <laughs> Jerry's Cafe, he could be going into, um, he could be buying, he could be using Victoria or some sort of coffee beans, which is like a mass, mass produced coffee or bean. Or import Colombian coffee beans you or know? something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, you're, you're dead right with that. Um, so it's a, there's so like it's, so I get, I guess at, at, at our level, our, 
what we see is, I guess, support your local people that are locally owned, regardless whether they're supporting local farmers yeah. or coffee bean makers or whatever, I suppose. So I guess that's another aspect. And then I suppose another in terms of are you you support local or, or big people is can you can you afford like with the the economy everything's just costing more and more and more it's starting to get yeah. hard to support the local people so it, it it really it's really hard um so like i mean the cars I, like i, I want to buy parts sometimes i'll wait i'll wait a couple of days for it to come overseas or come from a WA or Queensland and I'm not supporting my local, my local part supplier just cause it's that much cheaper than what they can do, which is, which is hard, which is hard, hard and it kind of hurts. Well, well, it and said, you're probably in the same business. You're in the same sort of scenario where you can only do so much, but you still got at least earn a little bit of coin to keep your business afloat. Yeah. So it, it is really hard. And so, you know, I, I try and support where I can, but sometimes you just can't. Yeah. I mean, if you think, Egan, I hope you don't mind me sharing, but you're you're a new home building, a homeowner. You know the, these prices are going up crazy. I mean, saving fifty hundred dollars a week because you're you're buying from it's actually probably more important to you than it is important to them. Yeah, that's it. That's sort of what I was aiming at with like the charit charitable aspect mm. of it. It's it's i know i could save this money but choosing to spend more it's it's sort of a it depends on your position i guess yeah mm. if you if you can easily you can but a lot of people can't a lot of people just need to save the the, the dollars here and there yeah that's it yeah because because so basically oops, sorry up. yeah you're right so basically you just need the rich people to support the local businesses so that yeah. poor people can go and <laughs> buy from my, big box my, stores. Look, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm more personal about it because I know some of my competition whose employees are on visas and employees don't come and often a lot of the stuff doesn't come from this country and the money, the companies are actually owned by an overseas company. And so nothing actually comes to Australia. Like... Even the employees aren't Australian. Like their money goes back home as well, and people—that's a part of it, I suppose. But I know about that, and I didn't know about that before I did this. I only know about it now because I've got access to information that I never would have had access to. Well, I suppose I could have if I—it's not—it's not hidden information. It's just you don't go and investigate every single company you buy from, do you? Right? You don't. You don't go in there with a needle and try and work out every single nitty grit and look for tax returns, but because of where I purchase from now, I have I see supply chains and I see what companies are owned by, what companies and and like that's one of the biggest shocks for me. I didn't realize that for the biggest computer shops, um, resellers in Australia, I didn't realize they were all the same store. I had no idea. It's only now that I see supply chains, that um they're they're the same stores. And when I talk to my suppliers about that. Uh, they're like, yeah, yeah, they're the same company. They just they go, uh, they operate under different names, you know. And and their idea of you know they do a sale one week, and then next week the other store will do a sale, and then next week the other store will do a sale. And everybody thinks they're in a competition, but they're exactly they're all owned by the same people. That sort of thing, and then that sort of thing goes overseas, gives people like me pretty much no chance. You know what I mean? It's just, and I don't know, I, and that's the, I can only talk about that because I know that, but I'm assuming there's a lot of other companies out there, you know, which which are similar. Um, oh, hundred percent. And, and even even in the car market, like 
you know, you think about like General Motors, they own a plethora of of car brands. Yeah. That, that some people don't even realise. Yeah. And and you think you're buying from, you know, um like some <laughs> funny story happened at work the other day, someone was loving admiring my car and they said, Oh, the thing about getting one because, you know, um his wife wants him to get a um, Volkswagen but he doesn't want anything to do with the company because they scanned the environment a number of years ago. I'm like, they're Skoda's owned by the same company as as Volkswagen. They're all the same. You know Audi, what I mean? so, Volkswagen, Skoda, basically the same. Yeah. So I mean, that, that happens with a lot of them. You know, um, it's it's a number of things like yeah, things out there. So uh, look, I I don't think there's an answer to, um, to supporting local. I, I think we're I think it's gone. I think you the further you go more rural and the smaller towns, you're going to see that still keep alive, right? But with suburbia. And particularly with cities, I think you're just going to, it's just going to become a thing where the big box brands will, will dominate the market um, and, and, and go from that because um, they're easier, they're more convenient, they're quicker. And you look at Amazon in San Francisco, New York and, and LA and all those things, they're delivering same day packages. So you order online, it's there the same day, you didn't even leave your bedroom. Yeah, that that's that's a convenience as well because then you're looking at traffic, you're looking at parking, you're looking at going outside, and looking at grass. I mean, you're looking at so many different aspects of it, right? So same day, same like same day delivery, or even some like some some promise next day delivery. Yeah, the d- d- delivery like that's that's absolutely massive. Like if I get example cars, if I need a car part, yeah, today tomorrow, I'm and I know they can do that. I'm even if they're overseas and they're they're imported in and then i buy from them then guess what they've got it in the time frame i need and so they're getting my money yeah it's it's a big thing and small places can't do it so i think local will exist well in the future in the local rural smaller areas because that's where amazon don't want to go and that's where these big stores don't want to go so that's where the igas live for example or the smaller than igas live yeah, um yep. and, and where they have where they exist that's fine and they'll do that but i think um as we become more of a city we'll be more involved with the, the bigger box stuff and it's just going to get more and more like that and that's just life that's what we've turned it into we want convenience we want fast and we want to save some dollars i mean if you can get it five days earlier and save fifty dollars how are you losing you're not other people might be, but you're not. And and that's where we're at these days, right? So I get it. Um, not the best thing. So thank you very much, Egan. Thank you very much, Nock. Thank you, Loz. And thanks, Storbs. And, of course, thanks, Stooge. Uh, thank you, everybody. And I will we'll tune in for the next podcast soon. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. See you later.